Though you may not be prepared for the appointment, watch. Sometimes, quite often, the appointment itself can help prepare and shape you. here at New Life Community Church. I thank you so much for turning us on and tuning us in. And I trust as always that the Lord's just going to bless you all over the place as we fellowship together here for the next several moments. We began a teaching last week and I'm actually sharing the back half of it with you uh, this week. It's one we've titled The Anointed Appointment. We're talking to you about Holy Spirit of God speaking not only to you but through you to help meet the needs of others. This is a very important message. Now, I want to read something for you. It's actually an excerpt from, from the message. We'll get to it uh, much later on in the teaching. But it goes like this. And I want you to catch this before we read our scripture and pray and, uh, and get into it tonight. It goes like this. You are one conversation away. Check this out. You, whoever you are, you are one conversation away from God bestowing His favor on a need or on the needy as you act as a channel of blessing. As you act as a channel of blessing. Now watch this. Quite often, what we're thinking in our, our mind and our heart is someone or something's going to be a blessing to me today. Can I help you to begin to think this way? I, by God's grace, am going to be a blessing to someone Today, You see the subtle difference, but what a tremendous difference. I want to read one verse in your hearing. It applies to this teaching. We'll look at it a little bit later on. It's found in Acts chapter 4, or actually Acts chapter 8, and verse number 35. And here's what we read. The record puts it this way. Then Philip began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. Philip, our primary character in this particular teaching. Father God, I thank you and I praise you for the opportunity I have to come before every member of this audience by whatever means they're listening. And I pray that by your word, they would hear from you, not from me, but I pray, Lord, as you speak to and through me, that they would hear from you in the power of the Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hey, you hang on. I'm going to be back here in just a little while to wrap things up. God bless. It's a Holy Spirit arranged meeting. Wow. The Holy Spirit, God's agent that works within us, the Holy Spirit sets up such encounters because, watch this, because someone needs what God can offer them through another. Beloved, that could be you. It could be you. I want you to understand there are two parts to a divine appointment. There is the need or the needy and the channel for the provision. Two parts. Are you with me? 
The Lord gave me this this week. I'm not responsible for all of this. I'm pretty sure I read this somewhere and made it my own. So I stole, I mean, I borrowed this concept from someone and it goes like this. I trust you'll be encouraged by this. Whoever you are here this morning listening by way of live stream, you are one conversation away from God bestowing his favor on a need or a needy person. One mistake, uh, one conversation mistake, one conversation away from God bestowing his favor as you act as a channel of blessing. Does that put courage into you? I understand from a human perspective, it's a little scary, but it's also encouraging, is it not? Now, often, as, as the case with Philip and Mr. Eunuch, the encounter will be with someone that you may have never met. And for some of you, that'll freak you right out. I don't talk to strangers. I'm not very good with strangers. I'm not even good with, with my husband and my wife as far as having conversations, let alone a stranger. So it will be tough for some of you. But quite often, that's what a divine appointment entails. However, divine appointments aren't always super organized as the case with Philip. Sometimes, nearly all times, they're rather, watch this, messy. Messy. What do you mean by that, Pastor? Sometimes you get more hints from Holy Spirit than you do details. Sometimes divine appointments, for me, I will have to tell you, most of the time, they more closely resemble delays. They resemble changes of plans. My wife will tell you, I love delays and changes of plans. <laughs> I hate delays and changes of plans. It's not in my D DNA, but often that's the way it happens. Or redirections that initially appear as intrusions. Watch this. Unless you are expecting. How many of you know if Sister D and I would invite Patrick and Patsy over to our humble abode for dinner Saturday night. Now, I'm not, but if we did, <laughs> then, boy, probably starting last week, Sister D be cleaning the house, cleaning the house up, getting all the little dust bunnies and putting them in a dust bunny cage, and just getting things ready. And boy, I'm at, we'd get out the fine china, you know, dishes that you just look, you know, we only some at Christmas. We'd get all that out decorate the table up and cook. And I mean, we would be ready for the rust misles. Hmm? <laughs> we would. They've, they've done that for me, by the way, and I, I appreciate that. But you can see the difference between that and as I'm sitting in my lazy boy in my pajamas, You wouldn't believe my pajamas. 
And I look at Sister D and I'm like, did you hear that? Please tell me that was the air conditioner again. There's a car in the driveway. Who is it? Oh, Lord. I got to put some clothes on. Where's that dust bunny cage? Does anybody have any idea what I'm talking about? What I'm trying to help you see is, beloved, there's a difference between something just happening and when you're expecting it. When you're expecting. Ponder this. Disappointments, frustrations, and interruptions are often God's way of saying to you, one of my children needs you right now. Now, again, I'm telling you, I'm just trying to be candid with you this morning. Some personalities deal with this better than others because some of us planter 2.0 types really need a lot of grace with this. I'm not telling you I always get this right. I'm telling you it's available. Contemplate this with me. There is no human way, I say it, there is no human way that Philip could have known about this needy eunuch apart from God's intervention. He'd still be back in Samaria with those previously jacked up, now unjacked up people who were full of joy. Number six on your study notes. I trust that you'll be encouraged by this. Oh, dear God, put courage in people's hearts, not only to hear this, but to embrace it. With God's intervention, Philip, write your name over top of that. Philip was able to experience the awakening. In the blank, would you put anointed appointment? That's what I'm talking to you about this morning. Philip was able to experience an anointed appointment of a lifetime. And I have to know and believe that this wasn't the only such experience Philip ever had. Now let's contextualize this a little bit. I am slowly drawing this to a conclusion. Let's look at our own situation Can you imagine with me the number of needs, collectively the number of needs? I'm not just talking about the the individual people, but the needs that come within our grasp every day, mine and yours. It's impossible to physically conceive it because sometimes I am really troubled and people say, Pastor T, how you doing? I say, I'm great, how are you? (laughs) And I'm not great. I just do this to make people think I'm great. Pastor Terry, that does not look great. You get my point. Sometimes people lie about how they're doing. It's impossible for us to perceive and conceive of all the needs. But if, everybody say if, if we are full of faith and the Holy Spirit and thus expecting, actually listening for and looking for these opportunities, just what might God have in store for us? I could tell you story after story after story after story where I have experienced what I'm preaching to you this morning. Philip was locked and loaded. Verse 35 of chapter 8, then Philip began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. This simple act of faith concluded with this 
beautiful conversion story of the eunuch. And then you've got to know in history, I could go into all that I'm not going to this morning. There's no telling the countless souls that this eunuch touched as he got back to Ethiopia. Now, that eunuch story is phenomenal, and I would encourage you to take a look at it on your own time, but I want to stay true to the task for now. Beloved, that man full of faith and Holy Spirit experienced something of epic proportions. My question to you this morning is this, is this heartwarming story placed here just for memorial purposes only? Isn't it wonderful what Philip experienced? No. It's placed here to exemplify to us how it's to be done. It's exemplary. It's an illustration. It's to help us. Pastor, what are the steps? We're going to hit these pretty quick. What are the steps in terms of encountering a divine appointment? Everybody say with me, pray, pray, pray. You cannot underestimate the value of or perhaps overestimate the value of prayer when it comes to divine appointments listen to psalm 73 24 the psalmist says you guide me with your counsel and afterward you will take me into glory you guide me with your counsel that guidance is found through prayer communicating with the father not just talking but learning to Listen, secondly, prepare for divine appointments. Listen carefully. God downloaded something pretty cool on me this morning. Prepare for, down, for divine appointments. Pastor Terry, how in the world does someone prepare for the unknown? How do you prepare for the unknown? Watch, I told you I was coming back to this earlier. Here I am. Often it's true. Though you may not be prepared for the appointment. There's a bunch of you looking back at me right now. You're not prepared for the appointment. You've tried and you're like, no matter how hard I try, I just can't be prepared for this. It's not in me. Though you may not be prepared for the appointment. Watch, sometimes, quite often, the appointment itself can help prepare and shape you. This Philip, this, this divine connection that Philip encountered began with a clear prompting from God. And then Philip was directed step by step. He was told where, he wasn't told why. He was told to go to the road, but he wasn't given an address. Are you with me? Step by step. And because he was full of wisdom and the Holy Spirit, Philip recognized God's leading. Listen to me, church. That's how you prepare. Born again, spirit-filled, develop a prayer life where you speak to God and you learn to listen to that still, small voice. That's preparing Isaiah knew about this, chapter 30, verse 21, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. That's, whoo-hoo. Somebody ought to write a song about that. When God tugs us in an unusual way, how do we respond? Listen to me, church. When Holy Spirit tugs you, in an unusual way. Is your first step 
forward or backward? Now, what you talking about, God? You want me to go where? You want me to do what? You want me to talk to who? You want me to walk up to which BMW? You take a step forward or do you take a step back? It's better than I thought it was going to be. I can tell by that death-like quietness in here this morning. You say, no, Pastor, that's not it. We're all starving to death. Will you please close this thing? <laughs> Lastly, pray, prepare, act on the opportunity for the divine appointment. Watch this, church. It may not be as complex as you fear. It probably isn't. God is not trying to confuse you, befuddle you, perplex you, ultimately make you uncomfortable. Philip began this connection by doing something very simple. What was it? How many of you can listen? Nearly all of you. I know you. Most of you can listen. Some of you can't. You just can't. You're hard-headed. You can't listen. Most of you can. He began by listening to the eunuch. I want to encourage you, church, to learn to listen with your eyes. Pastor Terry, eyes are made for seeing, not hearing. You've got to learn to listen with your eyes. You have to learn to listen with your spirit. It's called discernment. Psalm 143.10 says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Listen and learn and discern and deploy. Listen to this. Philip's posture of humility, and that's exactly what it was, showed a genuine engagement, and it opened the door for conversation. How many of you can talk? Let me ask you that one more time. It's not a complicated question. How many of you can talk? Philip's posture of humility showed a genuine engagement and opened the door for conversation. None of this pull over and listen to me, you old heathen eunuch. It wasn't that at all. It was a conversation. He heard this man reading Isaiah and because the wisdom of God had, that God had given him, he was ready to connect with this wise and this sophisticated man, ready to connect him with the knowledge of God that God had sought him for. My experience has been that many today treat the gospel presentation as though it's a duty to perform. It's like a real struggle. It's an intimidating duty to perform. But I want to encourage you, may we never forget how joyful it is to be brought near to God when you have been far away from God. And oh, beloved, what a 
joy and a privilege it is to look into the eyes of somebody that's jacked up when all of a sudden they get it and you see that look of hopelessness turn into a look of hope. Dorena Williamson in an article titled How God Uses Divine Appointments says this and I quote, may we be led by the Holy Spirit, sensitive and humble listeners, filled with wisdom and readiness to be used however God pleases as a connector for his purpose. Fill in number eight and we're, we're closing. A divine appointment is one of those times when the yielder, the one who is yielding, the yielding participant, if you please, truly experiences the presence of God. You understand what I'm saying? If Holy Spirit truly tells you to do something and you connect with someone and right in the middle of that you have to know I am experiencing the presence of God in a phenomenal way. Now some of these encounters are relatively brief. In fact, you may not even realize that you have had one, but the person on the other end certainly does. I pray God would help us to live our lives in such a fashion is that we bless people that we come in contact with that way. Think about this. Once upon a time, a Samaritan woman got up and went to the well, as she did every day. Get up, get the bucket, go to the well, go home. Get up, day in and day out. But one day, she had a divine appointment with a fellow named what? Jesus. Jesus Christ. It was a divine appointment that not only changed her life, but it changed the life of the village. Now, here's what I wanted to close with. Listen to John chapter 12, uh, 14, verse 12. The message puts it this way. The person who trusts me, this is Jesus speaking, the person who trusts me will not only do what I'm doing, these divine appointments and touching people's lives, will do not only what I'm doing, but even greater things. Now, watch church many today are want to make you believe that the greater thing is some kind of off the wall miracle i'm I'm serious some off the wall big humongous thing and when that doesn't happen in people's lives they're like well that must not be true the word of god must be a lie jesus must have been a liar you have to understand the context of this jesus helped a hopeless person find hope that's huge You can't put a price tag on that. When you offer a starving man bologna sandwich, that's huge. You've got something they need. Just what Jesus is trying to tell us. Because I'm on the way to the Father, I'm giving you the same work to do that I've been doing. Beloved, in many respects, we now stand in Christ's stead with regards to many persons' lives. We call them divine appointments. How are you doing with that? One word from Holy Spirit can change your life and can launch you into the next season of your life if you'll just open yourself up to that. 
And listen, I'm talking to some new lifers here. If you'll step away from some of the nonsense you're doing out there in the world and come back to this, God will begin to bring to you those blessings that you think all that nonsense is going to bring you. Beloved, we're going to wrap it up right there. And I'm telling you, this is one of the most exciting teachings uh, one of the most exciting topics that I have dealt with in my Christian walk, a divine appointment. These are those special times when we know that we're truly in the presence of God, when God has orchestrated a meeting between ourselves and some other significant person. Now, I'm not just talking about Terry the preacher, but I'm speaking to you. I really believe that every born-again, spirit-filled believer can experience what I'm talking about and should be experiencing this. And watch. Some of these divine appointments, as we said at the closing, some of these divine appointments are very brief. In fact, it's almost like you're thinking, wow, did I just have a divine appointment? And you begin to think about it and realize that you did. Others are a little more complex, a little more detailed, and a little more time-oriented to this extent. We end up forming or being engaged in a relationship with another person, someone we didn't know. God had purpose for them to come into our life. We made that connection by Holy Spirit power, and a relationship is formed that goes on and on and on. Some very meaningful relationships. And there are different levels there, but I want to encourage you with this. There are persons in my life today that God put in my life for a very divine reason, a very anointed and appointed reason. And the relationship has gone on and on and on, has blessed me. I trust at some point in time I've been a blessing to them. And that's what I want you to understand. It's not just about being the recipient of the blessing, but being one that's able to be a channel for the blessing. What a blessed experience. And I'm not trying to be funny when I tell you that. What a blessed experience when you know that you've heard from God and you share that with another divine appointment and they too are a blessing. That's what I want you to, uh, to be on the lookout for and to be able to live out an experience in your life. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you again for each one that's turned on this telecast. And I pray that each one listening is experiencing an anointed appointment, a divine appointment, even through this program. Lord, help us to keep our spiritual eyes, our hearts open for those opportunities to sow seeds of hope and love and grace and mercy into the lives of other people. We pray, we ask in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, before I get out of here, let me tell you about another really unique divine appointment that you can experience each and every week, and that is a Sunday worship celebration at a church where the Word of God is being preached and people are fellowshipping and praying and, uh, and being discipled together. New Life has such an activity. We call it uh, Sunday morning worship celebration. It begins at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, but uh, we don't draw the line there. We also meet Wednesday evenings at 7 o'clock, something for nearly the entire family. We call it Family Ministries Night because there's something for the children, the youth, the adults, just a plethora of activity. Also, there are a lot of other meeting times, and there's some contact information there on the screen where you can connect with our website, and we would encourage you to do so. And uh, check out the ministry tab and find out just what's going on around here. There's a lot happening. I'm Terry Knight, the pastor of New Life Community Church. I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for tuning in, for watching us week after week and fellowshipping with us here. 
I ran into, just oddly enough, this past week, just, I don't know how many people, six or eight plus people that said, hey, we listen to New Life and we really appreciate it. And I appreciate you and I trust you'll continue to pray for us. I got to get out of here. I have to get out of here. It's a case might be. I trust you're going to have a great week. And remember, my friends, Jesus is coming back. Is he coming back for you?